0: Welcome back to another episode of Agency Life live, well, recording live, (laughs) from New Haven. I was obviously at um, Boston at Inbound last week, had a few options where to go, and uh, then had the invitation to come and work out of the impact offices down in New Haven. I'm on my way to New York next week for the digital agency Um, Expo by the digital marketer community, so I'm looking forward to that, and this is sort of halfway. And I think the world and its mother is (laughs) posting about post-inbound updates. And do you know something? I think there's plenty out there. And I was thinking about, what will I say? What will I say? But I think my post-inbound plan of the talks that um, were, were good for agencies is probably the reference point I would put people at, um, I had a great time. It was really good to see all the agency owners. Um, I got to see Paul Raitzer's talk on inbound um, about AI for uh, marketing. And that would definitely be something I'd pay attention to. If you can save some hours by using marketing AI tools in your agency between now and next year, even if it was just an hour a week per person you're going to make a huge difference to your bottom line. So I, I think that's a big play to make. pay attention to. You do need to find these tools before your clients do as well so that you can be the experts. Uh, Anise Cavanaugh, my God, her talk was incredible. Uh, they had this new stage set up, which I, I will be honest as a speaker, if I saw it, it would have scared me a little bit. It was a catwalk in the middle of two audiences with two screens at either end, and it was it was different. Um, I can't say um, how good it was if I was on the stage, but Anise held it, she was the only person I saw holding the stage like that, and she was incredible. And all about your um, how it's called "Contagious." You is her new book, and she's in the process of finishing that. It's on pre-order on Amazon. Highly recommend getting that. Uh, that was a really good talk and um, then you know just got to see other people it was a lot of meetings Um I was I was just talking to everyone great to catch up with the Aussies and the Kiwis that I used to work with when I worked in HubSpot and overall I had a really really good time it was a very different inbound from years before and um, I look forward to reading up on all the post inbound debriefs that everyone else is posting and like I said I did think about doing my own, but when I looked back, I went, do you know what? If you read the post inbound, uh, what I was planning to uh, recommending for agencies to pay attention to, it kind of matches that. So go and have a look at that blog post or listen to the podcast and follow up with the people that I mentioned there, their books, their presentations, their videos, their content, uh, some really good stuff there for agencies but let's get back to the real world. <laughs> now, if you have been at Inbound or you're watching any of the materials and you're getting all excited about new ideas for your agency, I've got a bit of a reality check for you. I did the numbers. There are 70 business days left between now and Christmas in 2019. So you know that if you have a new idea, it's going to take 90 days to even get it ready for implementation or make it it work. So I really invite you, and I know this is a struggle for some agencies, to actually just park your new ideas for the rest of the year. And the good news is I actually have something for you to definitely focus on. (laughs) Whether you do the work or not uh, on, on this, you can actually start thinking about your whole agency and are you set up for success in 2020? We get asked this question a lot by agency owners who are are looking to grow and scale and the big question they have is, where do I start? Which is the most important department that I need to look at? And this is an area that I help agencies with all the time. So, what I thought I'd do was actually create a blueprint, and it's available now. I'll put the link in the show notes, and you can actually see it. If you're watching this video, you'll actually see it up on the screen, and you can download the full version. And that's going to be a lot clearer. But, you know, obviously, sales is the most important part getting the revenue in, getting the right type of sales in, and then making sure that you're servicing it in a way. So, you know, the quick thing to focus on is the revenue that's in your pipeline, the clients that you have, because you've got a solid, uh, make sure you have a solid base to grow on. And then once that's secure, I'm going to walk you through the five steps that we take agencies with, um, owners with, when we're working with them directly. You can download this, you can go away yourself, work on it yourself. You can download, you'll get all of this information online. You don't need to come back to us for it. Um, But it's the steps that we would recommend to, to start focusing on. And if you looked at this, Over the next few months, look at your new ideas in the new year. You will be in a really strong position for 2020, but finish out the year strong, keep your sales focused, uh, get some good sales in, do it and service it well, keep your clients, like retain who you've got, and then start to think of your new ideas. You can be fleshing those out in the background. Meanwhile, um, you can actually start working on this. So the first pillar that we help people with are the people pillar. And where you've got to look at here is evaluating your team's happiness and evaluating their skills. And like I said, we have all these templates. I've got all the digital course on this. I coach people on it, but you don't need me to do this. You can actually go off and and, and do it yourself. So you would actually just evaluate your team and find out how happy they are. I definitely recommend bringing in a third person for this. Um, You could hire a consultant on a contract basis. They would fill out a questionnaire Um, For you, the questions you want to ask your team. And then from there, you're going to actually uh, see how happy your team are. Once you find out what they're looking for and how their happiness is, you can make some decisions on that. But you can't make any changes in a business without uh, first finding out where your team is at. And every single time I do this exercise, I've done this countless times. I've um, interviewed and done evaluations with teams of 25 people. When the results come back, all the changes that you need to put in your business is what your employees want. They want processes, structure, career paths, uh, to see a future. Um, That's what they actually want in In a job, you know they they love working with you, they like the work, but when it comes to the fundamentals, they do like the basics, and that makes it much easier for you to roll out any changes in the new year. The next one there, which is evaluate their skills, if you wanted to break down all the areas of services that you offer in your business and put them into a spreadsheet, so you might put social media as a as a service offering that you do, and inside in that you would break it down into. Instagram proficiency, LinkedIn, etc. So if you took a spreadsheet, put all the people's names in that work in your business, put the, the particular services that you offer and broke those down into components, ask your team to evaluate themselves, on um, maybe one to five, you can t- decide yourself, where do they think they are at when it comes to offering those services or their skills? And uh, you will get some self-evaluation there. You'll see the gaps in your team, And you'll also see, have a conversation with them one-on-one to find out where do they actually want to go in your business? What is their career path? And what you'll build then is a center of excellence, a career path and a plan for everyone in the business into the future. So that's the first part of people that you can can actually focus on. Uh, The next thing you've got to look at there is building the experience out. You know, you're actually going to look at when you've got the experience you've got to build out your employees you need some onboarding you need your processes uh, you need to create a calendar for what's happening in the first 90 days of any new employee coming into the business and again this is really important Uh, I spoke about this on a panel at Inbound last week about the importance of actually having a pre-onboarding when somebody says yes to coming into your business they are exiting an old business or they're exiting an old way of being, perhaps they're a work-at-home mom and they're getting ready to come into the workforce. This is a prime time, it could be a month before they're coming into your business, but they're going to want to start thinking about you and your business. So what can you they do for you? They can do training, they can do certifications, they can be learning about your culture code, they can be learning about your story, they can be learning your playbook, They're thinking about your work, so by the time they get in the door, they could have the first couple of weeks done. So what is your onboarding calendar? Sitting down and making a plan for the first 90 days. What work will they be doing? Who will they be partnering with? When are their one-to-ones? You plan that out and then you can actually give it to them beforehand and they could be doing some work in advance, so that's a really good thing for you to do. For the people side of things, you need to always be hiring. This is a huge one I uh, work with agencies on. Having a page on your website that says, we are hiring, even if you're not at that particular moment in time. You need to have a video of you, your face on there, talking about your agency. Why did you set it up? What work do you like to do? What clients do you work with? How do you help those clients? The people in your agency you know, how passionate you are about the work you're doing. Show your story, share your journey, and then down underneath that video, you will have a form that says, send in your resume, along with the resume, send in a video. This is really important. Get a video about why it is that that person feels they'd be a good fit for your agency. Even if somebody is not (laughs) client-facing, Video is a, such an important skill that we all need to get comfortable learning how to be um, effective communicators on. Uh, you, face-to-face video, Zoom videos, Skype calls, they are all an essential part of us working together and working together effectively. So let's get them to send in a video and that way you can actually uh, edit people out You know, beforehand. You go, look, they're not a good fit, but In the other hand, you can start to build a bench of people so that you are never hiring like when it's too late, like when you really urgently need them. And that's what you want to do as an agency owner. You want to be going and having coffees with people, building this out. In fact, my talk next week, um, which I'll record after I finish it for DAX, is um, how to attract, onboard, and retain rock star employees in your agency. So if that's something you want to hand with, there'll be a probably a video about that, but maybe the following week, maybe give me a break after New York. And if I sound like I have an American accent, I'll have been here three weeks by the time I get home. Um, so I got to watch myself, but that's an important thing to do as an agency owner to build a bench. The next part of your people, you've got to look at your culture code. Do you have a culture code? What are the values of your agency? And again, if if you've ever listened to anything that I've talked about, going and doing the EOS work, you could read traction between now and the end of the year and then implement in 2020. Values is such an important part of who you hire, which clients you take on board. You know, if people aren't working out in your business, it's generally because their values aren't aligned. It's not because you can't teach them things. Their skills are there, but their values aren't in line. So values are really important. Building a culture code on the back of that, very easy to do once you have your values aligned. And then you can get a culture committee in place. So again, like I'm giving you this blueprint. I'm not saying do all of this between now and the 70 days you've got left. God. And kind of giving me the heebie jeebies. We know as an agency owner you've got more hours than that, <laughs> you've got your weekends, but the reality is that's where we're at. So don't think about implementing new things straight away, but maybe pick the ones out of these five areas that I'm giving you going, Hey, we've we started that, we're almost finished it. Let's finish that. One of the best things you can do for your agency people between now and the end of the year is finish some of the projects that got started, one or two. It's gonna give them the confidence to know that you can start and finish something, which perhaps in the past, maybe you haven't got a great track record with. Leave it there. (laughs) Next, we move on to strategy. That's the next pillar. After you get the people part all sorted, start to look at, have you got your agency positioning defined and clear? And I have got a deck with loads of questions that you can go take yourself away for an afternoon, go to um, a cafe or a hotel, have lunch, take all the questions and pour them out. If you've got a business partner, get them to go and do the same and then come together at the end of the day and see how different or aligned you are. Are you on the same page? Getting your agency positioning right, that's something you definitely do between now and the end of the year. You can just take, you could do that on a Saturday. You could make some time for that. The next one is the accountability chart and this comes back to traction. So something so simple is just to think about all the roles in your business. Uh, something I see over and over again in agencies is there's somebody working in the business and there seems to be a, a job created around their personality. And nine times out of 10, that person is causing a lot of issues in the business. We need to get to a place in your agency where everyone has roles, responsibilities, and a number attached to it. So they're responsible for three or four things and they have three or four numbers that are attached to that. We're not there to build roles for people and the personalities. We're doing it the other way around. We need the roles and the responsibilities, what we need to get done in the business. And then we need the right people in those seats. You need to decide. Here's something you can do in the next few weeks. You need to decide what you're going to do as an agency owner. I spoke to lots of agency owners last week and they are all at very different phases of their life. Some people are really enthusiastic about what they're doing. Some people are kind of getting to the stage that they want to do something else. And I think this is important for you to decide. We're going to come into some really tough years in agency world. There's a lot of mergers and acquisitions going ahead. Marketing AI is coming into the mix. We've got the whole conversational marketing thing that's changing how websites operate, that's changing our marketing. And we have got that big R word, recession, that's been bandied around and started already that's potentially there looking at 2021 so you've got to be honest with yourself is this what you really really want to do is this what you really want to do for the next five years and you've got to take that so that's a question I'd ask you to explore as you're going through the agency positioning as you look at the next five years do you want to do all of this for that the coming time or is there something else you want to do? Do you want to slowly exit out of this and let the people in your agency step into the management roles? Build out your EOS vision and traction organizer. Now this again is another job. The VTO um, is a great tool to help you give clarity on the next five years. They have a 10 year mark and it I feel for agencies that's a bit too long. So you could look at the next year, the next three years, the next five years, or the next one year and five years. that's usually what I do with agencies. Those things there now, the agency positioning, your accountability, what you're going to do and a vision traction organizer, that could be you and a weekend or you and your business partner going away for a weekend to brainstorm all of that out. That is totally achievable between now and the end of the year, but it doesn't need to be shared with your, with your team just yet because you've got to fill it out. So that's definitely something. If you have not nailed those four things, please do them in 2019 and get them sorted. So that's where we're at when it comes to the first two pillars. Don't even have a glass of water, do I? No, I'll, I'll soldier on. The next one we're going to look at is growth. So we're, again, I'm talking about what is achievable for you to do so that you can decide what the next few years is going to look like in your business. With the growth pillar, we look at you know have, which way do you want to grow? So if you've decided you've gone away going, I love being an agency owner. I love that this is the role I'm going to do. I'm going to be a thought leader. I'm going to build a bench. I'm going to coach and mentor my team. That's my role, and I'm going to have numbers associated with that. Right? This this accountability chart applies to you as well, by the way. And then once you have that done, you can then go. Which way do you want to grow? Do you want to grow in people? Do you want loads of people? Do you want loads of revenue? Do you want loads of profits? So you can decide to have a boutique agency. Remington from Impulse Creative. He's made a decision. This amount of people. Small business, manageable, he knows all of them one-to-one, he has one-to-ones with them, and then a wait list of clients because you know he can do that. It's a boutique agency, he's specializing. Or do you want you know 50 people and hundreds of clients, or do you want a certain revenue size? And um, you can decide that, but only after you do your agency positioning, your accountability, your VTO, and do you want this? Like you can be realistic, you can say to yourself. Do you know what? I don't think this is for me anymore. There's going to be plenty of work for you to do. You've got to be honest. Agency financials. You've got to look at your financials. You've got your targets, your forecasting numbers. Like, Are you really clear on that? You've got to get your define your packages and set up your pricing page. Now, if you've uh, watched any of the stuff that I've talked about with Marcus Sheridan, they ask, you answer go and look at that content. He put up a video yesterday actually on his uh, LinkedIn channel all about how important a pricing page is on your website. And if you don't have one, I don't care what industry you're in, especially for agencies. You've got to put in what services you do, what results you get for clients and ballpark pricing, even if you're not putting up exact packages, put in between X and Y. Examine the profitability of each of your customers. I've got an exercise that this does. Your customer base that you think, oh, we love this client, they're a great client, they sign up with us every month, they're happy every month, and we don't have a lot of work to do with them. Every agency has that. Those guys are high risk because somebody at some point might turn around to the CMO that you've great relationship with all. Bill and I, we get on, we're great. The CEO could turn around to and go like what's happening bill with that agency? Why are we spending five grand a month? What do we get? And it could all come undone. So you have to look at who are your most profitable clients, who are your least profitable clients and what are the differences in between? Who do you have to protect? Who do you have to act? And Who do you have to develop with? I have a template for this. If you need it, you can drop me a line or like I said, all of this information, you can crack on and go and find it online. It's all there. We've just happened to pull it all together into a checklist. I've worked with hundreds of agencies and specifically since I left HubSpot in the last two and a half years, I've worked with 12 agencies step-by-step step through this process um, to, to help them. So I we have the proven business model, but like I said, you don't need me. You can do it yourself. Now we have that sorted, we're going to move on to the last two pillars, services and sales and marketing. So if you look at services, your first thing here is to create rock solid sales to services handover process. You've got to protect who you've got right now. I, I hear it in most agencies, especially when the selling is good and this, and they're passing you know, good business back to services the slightest kind of ripple in the services team, like maybe one client turned around and went, oh, I wasn't happy with that campaign. And if ser- sales get a whiff of it, it sends a bit of a ripple through them. They kind of get a bit, mm, you know, they go, oh, can services cope with all these sales? And that's what you do not need. You need sales and services to be so aligned. You need to know that services are confident that sa- sales are doing, bringing in good business. And you need to know, that sales are really confident when they hand over a new client that it's going to get a a great experience because all that comes back on them. Now that is something you could focus on this within this year. Like that's not a thing. That's a new idea. It's not a new idea from inbound. It is about, have you got a good handover process? One afternoon brainstorming session by bringing sales and marketing in, what is the process? What are we selling? Are we happy with it? Um, and how can we make our, our clients really happy for the rest of the year? Do sales have enough sound bites from services clients that they can go out and sell with? Like build that relationship between the two teams. The next pillar is about account management systems and monthly client reporting. Have you got your services team delivering exceptional results? and the the reporting now is a really big one i i hear about this over and over again especially some agencies going on oh, no, and we don't really re- reporting. and we don't have a structure around that i would invite you to look at your fridays in one way in your agency friday morning reporting micro reporting to every client that could be a quick email just that goes this week we did these five things it's going well it could be a quick zoom recording, a micro update every Friday that they can expect about, this is what we were doing in the last week, every, at the end of every month. And you might stagger this if you've got a lot of clients, so week three or week four, whatever way they've come into your funnel, you would have a full report going out to them, a Zoom recording, get them on the call, get the cameras going, make sure you can see their, the whites of their eyes and their reaction. As you walk through all the things that happened in the previous month, what worked well, what didn't work well, how you're going to fix it, um, and and listen to them. Record every one of these because sometimes I feel clients nod their heads. They're afraid to ask questions and things gloss over them. But if you record it and send it to them afterwards, they listen to it. And if they don't understand, they'll ask a question. So micro-reporting monthly reporting, and then a quarterly workshop review. That's where you might bring back in the salesperson, the strategist, and yourself. And if, if, if possible, that could be a face-to-face workshop. You price all of these into your model as well, by the way. And that is the only way you are going to keep your clients happy all of the time. Micro-reporting, monthly reporting, and a, and a quarterly strategy session. The sale is not finished when you sell, like you sell to the client. That's not done. You have to constantly keep selling to them and reminding them that all the results they're getting is of the work that you're doing. You've got to join those dots every single time. Next is the playbook. And this definitely could be something that you could be chipping along, working in the background. Again, I've got a template for this, but you can just go online and find templates of lots of different things. Actually Zen Pilot do some really good stuff on this, um, which uh, talking about processes and procedures and how to build playbooks. But you could be really working on this with the services team about making a solid playbook that's easily to find and that links in with everything documented so you're getting ready for more staff um, that are coming in 2020. And the next one, <laughs> so this is not to be done in your agency, this is probably my, <laughs> so I'm laughing now because of how many agency owners I've slapped on the wrist for this one. You have come back with a new idea, right? You, have, you will definitely have come back with a new idea from inbound, or you might have got a new idea in your agency, you might not have even been to inbound. New packages, services, offerings, anything like that in your agency, there is a 26-step process that I've carved out through the work that I've done with agencies over the last six years, which is from start to finish, from that idea in your head to an actual functioning service package is 26 steps. And unless you, as the idea creator, the agency owner, sit down and map out those 26 steps yourself before you even have a conversation with your team, the likeliness of that ever floating and getting completed with the business is very, very slim. I've seen too many agency owners coming into their business, having a new idea, hey, we're going to offer this package, not going through the 26 steps. There could be more actually, but it's a ballpark around that. And their team getting very fatigued that there, there is another idea that didn't get finished it's probably the number one frustration from people working in your agency, working with agency owners who are entrepreneurs and your people are employees. They get tired of another idea. You getting excited about it and they're not excited about it because it was all too hard. So I want you to think of next year, the next time you have a new idea, you don't talk about it until you have the 26 steps. Uh, it it doesn't take that long to map them out. It takes long to implement, but at least you're presenting new ideas fleshed out. Then you can delegate all those steps to the very people on your team and then they are actually going to do them because they know there is an end. So it's not this idea that's kind of secret and they don't know how they're going to finish it because it's in your head. You can go, I have an idea. Here's how I think we could make it from start to finish. Here, you take it over and you complete it and I'm here if you need your help. That's how you're going to get new ideas done and not have that idea fatigue burnout, which happens very often with agency owners and their team. Now for the last step, we have sales and marketing. You're getting so much advice from everyone. There is advice from HubSpot. There's advice from other software companies. Databox have great advice on, on, on reporting and sales strategies and marketing. strategies. There's loads of advice. You got it. It's all covered with every person. Um, that you could possibly imagine from other agencies. They're sharing how they do their sales. Impact, um, you know, who I'm here with this week, they have been very open with how they do assignment selling. So there's advice till the cows come home out there. You crack on, plenty of advice. That's why this is probably the lightest section in my book, in my digital course. And um, because there's so much other advice out there from agencies who are doing a great job, from HubSpot, from other vendors, no end of advice. Uh, the Challenger Sale is a great, a great book to read. So you can do that. But in what I'm recommending, what you could focus on between now and the end of the year to get yourself ready for 2020 is to tighten up on your buyer's journey and your sales process. Really look, this is another weekend job. You sit down with your website and look at it and go, is this making sense? Do I have the right content in the right place? And I would highly recommend going and reading Marcus's book, They Ask, You Answer, and going to the blog post that I wrote about Impact Live, which talks about the big five questions you need to ask. Uh, you need to answer that need to be on your agency's website and other material on there about essential videos. So I'm not talking about a new website. Please, please, for the love of all that is inbound, do not make another website. But look at each page on your website and ask yourself, should I put a video on there? Which video should I put on there? Does this make sense to granny? Because it should. If it doesn't, you've got a problem. Looking at templatizing sales presentations and proposals, making sure you've got quick turnaround. Again, this is another Saturday job. You could sit down, with even book some time with your salesperson and go, what do you need? What do you not have? And they go, I keep making this proposal over and over again. Hey, let's templatize it. Let's use Pandadoc. Let's use um, the, the quoting tool in HubSpot. It doesn't matter. The other one is to now, once you've got your sales, those areas, that's something you can kind of polish off at the end of the year. You're gonna look at marketing campaigns to attract ideal clients for services that you're good at. So you've you've reviewed your packaging and pricing. We did that earlier on, right? Now you've gotta go, well, who do we want to work with? And I invite you to look at your ideal clients in comparison to the clients that you've got there now. Sometimes it's not an industry. Sometimes it's a personality who do you get on with who is open to your ideas who pays on time who's an interesting person to work with maybe look at personalities who have you met in the past few months that you went do you know i'd love to work with them go and investigate their business look at their website see if you've got any insights and work from there the last one is the seminars to educate your target market and speak at events Breakfast seminars have been a huge lead generator for agencies that we've worked with over the past few years. It's a very simple thing to do. It's not expensive, and if you go to any we work local a co-working space, they are dying to bring in new people into the business. So talk to them. They might even throw on some coffee. You could buy a box of donuts. Bob's your squirrel. Go for that. Find a local co-working space. You won't have to pay for the space, hopefully you know, find one until you don't buy a box of donuts. They can throw on the coffee. They'll want to stand up and do a bit of marketing. Let them, and you can stand there and talk to your ideal prospects about what you can, what they should be doing in 2020 and how you can help them in a really subliminal way. Pick basic topics. Don't go too hard on, you know, pick maybe conversational marketing as, as a topic to talk about. Don't talk about chatbots. It's just two terminology. <laughs> so leave the acronyms; don't scare them. And that's all. That you could organise one event, evaluate how did you get on, maybe plan the next one because as you finish one, you can talk to the other. And there are the five pillars that we have gone through. It's the we've called it the digital agency re-energizer blueprint because it's for agencies that are really at that stage of they're growing, they're scaling. Some things are working well, but it's not harmonizing the way they really want it. Um, and that's the work that I've been doing for the last few years. And I can't wait to help more agencies. If you want to do this yourself, like I said, there's the link. It's going to be in the show notes. It'll be in the video. Um, you can you'll find it on our website, on our blog, or you can just email me if you if you can't find it easily. You can do this yourself, you can go online, you can find all the materials, you don't need to do that. Or you can buy my book, you can get all the resources there, or I have a digital course that you can go and do it all yourself, or if that's not enough and you want to work with me one-on-one, I'm working really effectively with agencies who have all the material, allocating the time and are accountable. And I think you can hear by the sound of my voice that I am passionate about this. and I want agencies to grow. So I do make people accountable. They do do the work. <laughs> and so that's all I want to talk about today. Enjoy all your post inbound catch ups. This is not one of those. If anything, it's a thank you for a great inbound. I'm sure you got a great lot of ideas. Now park them. Let's get back to basics and make the next 70 business days of 2019 ones to remember, ones you feel in control of so you can have an amazing Christmas and then really start 2020 off exactly the way you want it in your agency with a plan, with some security and with actual ideas that you know are going to get the results and the agency of your dreams. Enjoy. I will see you later. Thanks for listening.